Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast, where my water bottle is in front of my microphone. Um, I'll just put this in my lap for now. Um, welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello. Hello. It's Impact Day. Thursday. Impact Day. And what a day it was. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, th- this was a very fun episode, kind of contrasted to last week, uh, honestly. Um, this was like, yeah, this was just fun. This was just fun. Or we're just in better moods. I don't know. It's hard to think of a difference between this week and last week, honestly. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, the matches were a little more... They had a little more pizzazz. They had more storytelling. Like, this was a very yeah. story-oriented episode, and although Impact is not really known for their week-to-week story progression, uh, this one, th- th- this week had a lot of, uh, a lot of good storytelling, whether it be in the main event, PCO vs. Dot Gallows, um, in the opening match, Deanna vs. Rosemary, or even VBD versus Motor City Machine Guns. There's just a lot of good storytelling in the ring. And even in promos, too. I, um... I, I, I guess I just felt a lot more engaged. And we also got a lot out of, like, the, um... What's the word? We got a lot out of... Like the outcomes of matches were also just as important as the story going into the match. Yeah. Um, so there was, yeah, I, I thought that that was really fun. Um, this was definitely a good time. I. It could also be because I, I, I don't feel as tired as I did last mm. time. So maybe that plays into I it. Think, and, and the best thing is that main event woke, up, woke us up. Oh my god, that man! How could you not be fucking awake for that man? Unlike last week, where although it was a fun match, Kushida vs. Rich Swan was still like, it was a good match, but similar to what Triple H was talking about on Logan Paul's podcast, it didn't have any storytelling to it. It wasn't impactful. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't anything you're gonna write home about. Yeah. Yeah. And who who knew that I would argue for a Dot Gallows match? I, I, I think that PCO kind of has the Midas touch in that respect. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if we can even say that because Gallows has had some great matches. Like, I mean, best one in my opinion is Gallows versus Doring, which I always praise. Um, I still, I still can't believe you haven't seen that. Yeah. I remember in. Um, Fucking in the hotel room in Boston, you were dead asleep while I was up watching Impact. <laughs> I had I had cried my eyes out at a concert prior, so I was pretty poop. I was like freaking out at that match. I was like, oh my fucking god, while you were just conked out right next to me. <laughs> I was zoned. Uh, you you missed you should probably like watch it at some point it's yeah. definitely worth it I, there's a lot of matches that i really should watch yeah um but uh just to confirm to everyone before we continue on with this uh recap we will be doing live watch along of battle of the belts this saturday um this is this will actually be the first battle of the belts that we watch live Yeah, I guess I guess we're doing a live watch along. Oh, I, th- I, th- I I didn't know that we agreed to that. No, we said that was the plan yesterday. We said it was the no. We we said if we couldn't do a live watch along, then we'll do a recap the next day. Yeah, yeah. No, I I knew that we said that. I didn't know that we agreed to doing a live watch along though. You oh, I mean the way you just said that. I mean we we don't have to. I I'm just saying that I didn't know that we like fully decided that because we didn't know. Well, let me ask you what our lives are going to look like. Let me ask you: Do you want to do a live watch along? I I do, but I also because of what's going on on that day, I don't know exactly 
how our schedules are going to play out. Well, we're going to be done with what we have planned around four. That's what we were told. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and um, Battle of the Belts is like syndicated, it's so it's only like eight to ten or something. Eight to nine. Eight it's to nine? Oh, okay. I guess. Okay, fine. Yeah, so it's not going to be a huge. It's not going to be like watching SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then I will agree to make that commitment. Welcome to the Liz and Mark schedule our lives around wrestling show. We haven't even made time to watch New Japan. That's how bad it is. Oh, okay. There's a lot of wrestling, and we have full-time jobs. I, I try and watch wrestling while I work. Like, I, I have NXT UK oh, up, like, see, every I, week. I have ADHD. I can't watch things and work at the same time. It's either I'm watching the thing or I'm working. Mm. I wish... Uh... Or I'm trying to do both and doing both horribly. <laughs> I wish WWE would post, like, their full episodes on Hulu so that I could just straight up watch. I wanted to watch the three-hour Raw. Do you know how little I say that, that I want to watch the full three-hour Raw? I wanted to watch that on, on, I think it was Tuesday, but I couldn't. I could only watch the one-hour version that they put on Hulu, or one-and-a-half-hour version. I wanted all of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they even edit down NXT, which is fucking weird. Yeah, that's weird. You think without commercials... NXT doesn't need to be edited. Yeah, without commercials, it should be like an hour and a half. Roughly. Yeah. Um, But let's, let's kind of get into a little nutshell of today's impact. I mentioned a lot of it already, but let me just give a quick rundown. We started with Deanna Peraza versus Rosemary before their match at uh, uh, Emergence. It's so weird that Emergence is coming up. It's August 12th, right? Yeah. It's especially weird that that's going to be the only August pay-per-view. Like, that's ridiculous. Is... Uh, well... Uh... What? Is nothing else going to be announced, do you think? Nothing's... I mean, WWE said they're not doing an August pay-per-view because they got September with Clash of the Castle. Um, they had a late July pay-per-view. Um, AEW does quarterlies. And in, this is in, Impact's Impact Plus, and I don't think uh, New Japan has anything planned because they got the G1. No New Japan Strong... Um, pay-per-views i mean we could get into like gcw shows but honestly those aren't even that good anymore i there are some people in gcw that i'm like yeah i want to watch them and then there's the rest of gcw where i'm like "Eh." yeah like i want to watch like um uh what's what's the name of the faction sgc second gear crew I want to watch them. I want to watch Effie and Ali Catch. Um, I want to watch uh, Gringo Loco. Gringo Loco is great. Some of the some of the uh, people that show up infrequently, like Shun Skywalker, I really want to see. I've heard great things oh. about him. Yeah. I want to watch Joey Janela. Um, maybe maybe we'll do a. A recap or a live watch along of a GCW show. Maybe we'll watch someone light their leg on fire live. Yeah, we haven't watched GCW in a while, so why not? Yeah. Um, but anyway, after that we had uh, Black Taurus versus Brian Myers for the Digital Media Championship. Black Taurus actually does have a Twitter. It's just not named Black Taurus, I don't think. Oh. Yeah, found that out. It's bad branding. Um, not going to win the digital media title that way. Well, uh, we had what felt what, what should have felt like the climax of the story: Giselle Shaw versus Masha Slamovich. We'll talk more about that once we get there, because I know you've got a lot of things to say about that, and so do I. Oh my god. Um, we've we had Violent by Design versus Motor City Machine Guns. That's always going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then we had Raj Singh versus Sammy Callahan. 
which was a squash, and then finally PCO versus Doc Gallows in a dirty city, derby city street fight. And, and that was a blast. So, a lot of fun today. Nice, well-paced show that featured, shocker, a lot of women. Yeah. Um, you want to get into some news? Yeah. Um, not a ton of news, honestly. Um, sorry, I've got like a hiccup that I'm trying to fight. Um, sorry, there's just some Warner Media news that I just saw. Is um, it the HBO Max thing? The statutes. It's in addition to that. Oh, okay. Um, that shit's not great. Mm. Um, yeah, so we've got a, a couple pieces of news here and there. Um, let's start with some WWE news. Um, apparently, the WWE signed 14 college athletes coming out of SummerSlam weekend. Hopefully, these athletes don't have allegations. All I can say about that. Yep. I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> it's like one from every class at this point, and it's a it's a bit much. Um also apparently um some people were talking about the uh debut of the the faction with um Bailey and Dakota and EO and um Kai already talked about the fact that like her um, return was super last minute. Mm -hmm. um, but apparently the WWE hadn't filed to trademark EO Sky until the day after SummerSlam. Like that's how last minute all this shit was. And I feel like this shit was happening after SummerSlam. I also feels like that's an indicator of how they're gonna like, like how they view these trademarks going forward. Because under Vince, it was very much like we need this shit trademarked. We need every, we need to own everything. And maybe Triple H is mm -hmm. kind of more relaxed about that, considering it was like after she'd already debuted. Because with Vince, it would have been like weeks before that it was trademarked. Well, I don't know about that. Only because. In addition to that, Dakota Kai, when she was talking about um, be, everything being last minute, she apparently didn't fly into Nashville until literally the night before. So, like, wow. this was scrabbled together. And I think that's wild. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've got some also, news on Lex Luger, by the way. I have news on Lex Luger as oh. well. Well, it's probably the same thing. Oh wait, no, I don't. Never mind. It, it, I I saw the news about oh, Lex Luger. Okay. I, you'll understand, or you won't understand, but I have a reason. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> we had um, a brief sort of, kind of, maybe-ish, kind of, maybe return um, in Up, Up, Down, Down, which Mark saw. Um, Billy Kay showed face in a sense. Sort of. Formerly known artist, formerly known as Billy Kay, now Jesse McKay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She, even though she uh, departed from wrestling alongside her partner, uh, Cassie Lee, formerly known as Peyton Royce, uh, she m did like a video promo for uh, um, Up Up Down Downs, like their Battle of the Brands, Woods versus Breeze uh gm mode it was like the payback pay-per-view and billy it was the uh, woods's main event was billy k versus becky lynch and so jesse did a little hype promo for that it was cool yeah that's awesome and then woods went um, on to say that uh the iconics are his favorite tag team well how could they not be yeah um, also, apparently there's more rumors again that the WWE is going to be sold, which I don't know if I want, honestly. Um, <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Um, apparently, the, um, according to WrestleNomics, um, 
or speaking with WrestleNomics, Brandon Ross of Lightshed Media said that um, potential sale has been the number one focus of investors really since the allegations against Vince came out at the very beginning. Um, and that there's always been an idea that WWE is a pretty small company, that there are a ton of larger entities that are looking for content, especially live content, and they'd like to acquire somebody like the WWE. Um, and there's not really any obvious here or there whether Vince wants to sell. Um, Vince? Or not Vince wants to sell. If the McMahons want to sell. Um, but it is apparently kind of a new topic um, in light of everything that's been going on. Well, you know what? I kind, I kind of want it to happen because, um, I mean, get them away from NBC so that they stop they're not on fucking peacock anymore because peacock is a god-awful service um i'm sure it's fine for everything else but for wwe it is trash trying to watch back old pay-per-views is horrible it was wonderful on wwe network um and i don't know what a good service to buy them would be or, or a good uh network would be at this point it's hard to say and and none of like the large networks are really into streaming at the moment as much as NBC is and uh Warner now Discovery um but that's not going to happen because they own AEW um mm-hmm. I I I mean Disney maybe and like they actually host, uh, they actually like put them on um, Hulu, but like legitimately on Hulu, not like edited out. Yeah. Like half of it cut down. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hard to say what's gonna come of it selling. If it even will. Yeah. Um, however, in some good news, apparently Hacksaw Jim Duggan is cancer free. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's awesome. Um, glad to see it. Um, and then in some AEW news, apparently Blake Christian is now under a deal. Oh, that's not how you say that. That's ah! (laughs) That's not how you say deal. And that's not how you say say. Um, anyways, Blake Christian is apparently under a deal with AEW and Ring of Honor. Oh, nice. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be a really great addition to, uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, he really would be. Um, and then finally, in the last piece of AEW news, it's, uh, so Warner Brothers Discovery is, uh, first of all, isn't it fucking ridiculous that Warner Brothers can consume so many fucking no 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 discovery consumed them oh discovery consumed them okay well then let me rephrase that isn't it fucking crazy that that's allowed to happen wasn't what what why were we trust busting back in the day and breaking up monopolies what was that about do we are we done doing that did we not do that anymore because this looks and sounds like a monopoly because the politicians that would be busting it are being paid by them. Ah. Uh, it's just like if it looks like a monopoly and it quacks like a monopoly, it might be a monopoly. It's, it's actually an oligopoly. That's the technical term for what this is. It's the same with, with Disney. Because a monopoly would be one, one company owning everything, and that's clearly not the case because there are several major players. Oh. But... Um, with it being just several owning most of the uh most of the field that's an oligopoly okay well still feels wrong feels like it shouldn't be allowed to happen um but in addition to warner brothers discovery saying like they announced like um who they like think are their biggest players um, in uh, their industry in their under their umbrella. Sorry. And 
in addition to for franchises in addition to game of thrones and harry potter and shark week there's the 90 day fiance universe which is fucking terrifying um but in addition it is i know um but in addition to that not only do they not mention aw at all in that uh statement which i thought was interesting um there's currently according to dave Meltzer, a little bit of concern because they are doing budget cuts um as we have kind of seen because they're combining discovery plus and hbo max is that what it is yeah um hard to say what which will come out as the dominant service um but they're they're both merging effective summer of 2023 um hopefully hbo max is the one to dominate but yeah it it it's tough especially with now wwe posing as a huge threat to aw sustainability um who knows how uh discovery is gonna see aw now um luckily none of their yeah. none of their knights conflict at all so it shouldn't take away one or the other uh, as far as viewership goes except maybe fridays which right now it's also not looking very good because um ratings are declining for both rampage and dynamite yeah. they're still kind of at the top of their game but the ratings are declining which is not a good trend um, but Dave Meltzer said a very long thing on Wrestling Observer Radio, and I'm not going to read it all because I don't feel like doing a Dave Meltzer cosplay right now. But um, basically, he said that we knew that they were going to do a slashing of the budgets, but it really feels like TNT is whatever is the prestige programming that TNT had. That's going to be out the window. And I just have this feeling, aside from the NBA, that TNT is just going to be another station on cable as opposed to um, TBS, which were kind of like the cable powerhouses. It looks like they just want to slash things and CNN too, for that matter. Um, and it's clear now because they've taken out, if they're going to take out CNN, they've taken out HBO Max. Um, luckily, he did say that it's it's kind of nice that they've got the lead in from the Big Bang Theory because the Big Bang Theory still does, for whatever reason, incredible fucking numbers. Um, so they've got that going for them. But he did say that right now, the only thing, the only place that they'd probably do better is on ESPN. I, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you. ESPN doesn't do for wrestling. Yeah, which they won't because it's not a sport. Um, sports entertainment. But I'm telling you, the place for pro wrestling in the future is on streaming. Where not only can they have live events... Because Hulu's done live events previously. They've done they broadcast live sports all the time. They they do the Oscars. I think they do the Oscars at least. Or or some award shows. Um And then it's archived, or they could archive it. Imagine something like that on HBO Max, where you tune into HBO Max to watch Dynamite Live, but then it's saved there for you to go back and watch it. That that in my opinion, is the future. That's the future of pro wrestling. And and already, I think, WWE's kind of on the way to that, although they don't broadcast live on Peacock. Everything's still stored there. It's all on streaming. Like, we watched SummerSlam the day after because it was just saved there. You want to go watch fucking uh, uh, All Out? You want to watch uh, Double or Nothing? past double or nothing where the fuck are you gonna watch it not any hopefully somebody's uploaded it to youtube probably fight tv no it wasn't even on fight tv wasn't it on bleacher report yeah i guess bleacher report i, I don't know if you can play stuff back on bleacher report that's the thing it, it's not a platform owned by discovery um what, what they need is to have like they need to house all of aw's content and that, that to me is the biggest thing, that an episode of Dynamite passes, where are you going to watch it? Yeah. You, you got to set up your fucking DVR. I, th I think it's, no, I don't think it's on Hulu. AEW? No, I'm almost positive it's not. I thought it was on like the live TV. Oh, maybe. 
Yeah, it's on the live TV one. It's on it. But isn't the live TV version of Hulu like really fucking expensive? I'm sure it is. But yeah, like if I was Discovery, I'd be like, I even even if AEW was not all that successful, which it is, it is successful. I would be grabbing that shit up, putting it on my own streaming service to capitalize on it. Get, like, people want to watch this shit back. I have friends that want to get into pro wrestling, all these potential fans, but they just don't have the time to watch live television. They don't have the time to dedicate two to three hours at a specific time at 8 p.m. at night. Being able to archive that stuff and watch it on demand is what people want to do nowadays. It's the reason yeah. Netflix and Netflix originals are so popular. And, and some of the most popular shows now are ones on streaming. Um, or at least streaming the next day. If your stuff doesn't get archived and available to watch by a majority of the audience, then it's... It's losing out on a huge market. Yeah. Um, it's... It feels like a very clear choice. I don't know why it doesn't seem like that to them. Yeah. Um, like, why, why, so. why would I allow some of my content? If I'm Warner, why would I want my content on Fox's channel? On their service? But I, what I think it comes down to right now is that I think it's sort of like when you basically like graduate like college or whatever, you get your full-time job and your parents are like, you figure it out now. Like, I think that they're basically saying you guys need to get the money. And then that proves to us that you're worth saving. If AW's ratings keep declining, then I don't think that Warner Bros. Discovery is going to be like, yeah, you know, let's take time out and like carve out a space for you on our servers on HBO Max. You know, I don't think that they're going to do that. And I don't think that they see, I think one of the problems, and this is what David Meltzer was saying, is that they don't see AEW as like viable um in the long term and the problem is that aw's deal is going to be up next year at the end of next year so december 2023 and uh if it's not renewed um i i don't know what to tell you yeah um it, it's definitely like yeah we, we've definitely been talking about this for too long but Putting putting AW on streaming is definitely something that's been long needed. Yeah, definitely. Because it, it's one of the reasons why WWE has been so far ahead. One of one of the reasons there have been many other reasons, but one of the big ones is WWE Network and now Peacock. The shit being readily available to the majority of people that aren't paying so much for for the live version of Hulu. Um, but let me give this last piece of news before we move on to the recap. Um, oh, yeah. So Lex Luger, um, according to uh, the Wrestling Observer, uh, Lex Luger talked about his uh, induction to the WWE Hall of Fame and that if... I, I can't believe he's not already inducted. Uh, it's because he's got a really shady past. Oh, okay. Um, well, he's not the only one to... No, 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 I'm not saying that, that... I'm not saying that that would bar him from being in the hall. Actually, no, I did say that, didn't yeah. I? Um, <laughs> you're right, sorry. Um, yeah, no, he's just got... I don't know why he isn't, but he's got a shady past that includes being arrested. Mm -hmm. So a very public record of a shady past, which I think is why the WWE was kind of like... Right. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I could definitely see him in the Hall of Fame, and I'm very surprised he isn't. Um, but he talked about 
uh, if he were to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, that he would try and walk. Because uh, he's had mobility issues since his spine, um, his, his spine, spinal cord issues. Um, he mostly uses a wheelchair or walker, but aside from that, he's in phenomenal health. And said if he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, he's going to try and walk. Which, that would be, that would be great to see. Um, I don't know much about his shady past, as you say, but uh, I've always viewed Lex Luger as like the same level of of you know same level of grandioseness as like uh, like maybe just below Hogan. He's up there, yeah. Yeah, like he he is one of the he's one of the greats. Um, he said, I might pop out of the wheelchair for that. I would take the chance if that moment comes. That honor would be the cherry on top of my career. Which, again, I feel like should have happened already. Like, Lug okay, Luger is the same level as, like, Sting to me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, alright. So that's all the news we got. Do you want to talk about Impact? Let's talk about some wrestling. Alright. So... Today's Impact, we started off with a very fun match. Deanna Perrazzo versus Rosemary. Yeah. Um, Deanna goes in with a few fists, gets choked out for her trouble. Um, Rosemary then bites Deanna in the corner, hits her with a bulldog. Um, Deanna kind of gets her come up, and so as she targets Rosemary's arm, pulling it against the ropes, and it's kind of, like, clear. It's it's. I, I like when wrestlers do this, because it's like, you know, her thing is the Venus de Milo, it's the or the arm bar or something like that. Like it, I like when they do this, it makes sense. Like you're, you're setting up for the win. Um, she then stomps the shoulder of Rosemary and it looks fucking gross. Like the way that it happened, I'm sure it was just like the motion blur for lack of a better term, but like the way it happened looked disgusting. Um, mm. she then gets the arm bar, starts wrenching backwards. Rosemary gets up, sends a pump kick to Deanna, but Deanna had the same idea, so both ladies get laid out. And then a clothesline and a sling blade and a sliding forearm are all sent to Deanna. It's still not enough for the pin. Um, Rosemary goes for the spear, but Deanna gets her into the Fujiwara armbar, locks it in. Um, Deanna then... It, 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 Rosemary breaks free and sends Deanna to ringside. Deanna kind of bumps into Jessica... Deanna says something nasty to Jessica. Jessica, who, if you don't know this by now, is Havoc, but mm. not Jessica Havoc anymore. Havoc. Um, yeah, it's... You know. Um, but she insults Jessica, and then Jessica gets pissed off. Um, Rosemary gets... Or Deanna gets back in the ring... Um, but Jessica's up on the apron, like shouting at her. And the referee goes over. Rosemary gets the spear as Deanna's coming back in, but the ref is busy yelling at Jessica. Can't count the pin. Um, Rosemary then gets rolled up and loses. Yeah. Which. Yeah, pretty pretty expected, honestly. Um, but it's not as annoying since. Rosemary literally said in the promo coming up that she wanted to do underhanded tactics. Like, she was hoping for the numbers game against Deanna. Yeah. Um, also, on, uh, on AWL Dark Elevation today. Or not today. Oh, yes. No, today. Because there was a special episode today. Uh, Mance Warner had a promo ahead of his uh, oh. Rampage appearance. That dude is gonna fucking kill it. He he made an insane promo. Like that is some good shit. So apparently, right now he's actually under contract with MLW, not GCW. I don't think GCW has any contracts. Yeah, but that's they use pretty much all freelancers. Yeah. Um. More so, my point was he's under contract with MLW and is more associated with MLW because right. I know we were talking about him as part of GCW instead. But that's because that, that's the only place I've seen him. Yeah, it's where he's most popular. Um, but. I, I think I, I could see Tony Khan buying him out of his contract with MLW because the dude it, the dude is gonna kill it on TNT. He he is one of GCW's best talents. He is so good, so damn good. 
yeah. I can't wait for his match against Mox. Uh, but back to Impact. We uh, had a promo from Honor No More, and our our TV like stopped working around this point. Yeah, so yeah. We, we to, As you do. We to restart the TV. Um, Sling just stopped working. Um, so Eddie Edwards says, "Trust five on five. It cannot be all of us in the match. We have to know that all of us have each other's backs." The one person I have questions about is PCO, which is bullshit. PCO's the only one getting yeah. you wins. <laughs> He's been the only one consistently winning against some of the biggest opponents in Impact. Meanwhile, fucking losers no more. Sorry, they are still losers. Um, <laughs> um, according to Eddie Edwards, they don't lose. So that that is the biggest about. bullshit he's ever said. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Vincent chimes in. He says, let's back off the monster. Bold Club's guns are loaded, so let's not point fingers. He's been through everything we have. Uh, Eddie says, if you believe that tonight, you're going to prove it. You wipe the big man from Bullet Club and you prove your loyalty to us. Um, the only point... Aside from the introduction that I am liking about Honor No More is the contention around PCW. Or PCW. Oh my god. PCO. <laughs> I've been saying GCW too much. Um, the, the Pepita Championship Wrestling <laughs> prevails! The whole PCO, Eddie, uh, and Vincent thing has been probably the most interesting thing because it's actually an evolving story. The only evolving yeah. story involving uh, Honor No More. Um, but I'm excited to see what will probably be PCO and Vincent splitting off, doing their own thing. That'll be fun. Um, we then get an interview with Giselle Shaw. She says, I'm clearly not avoiding Masha Slamovich. I wanted a better opportunity to scout competition. The quintessential diva pays attention. And then we get Black Taurus versus Brian Myers for the Digital Media Championship. And you knew just looking at Taurus's Twitter followers that he was losing this. I don't know. Okay, so I'll, let's get into it first before <laughs> I say anything. Um, so Brian Myers wants absolutely nothing to do with Taurus. Um, he kind of like steps aside. He's like, hey, back off. Um, Myers is then thrown ringside. He goes to confront Krazy Steve, which really just kind of goes poorly for him. His uh, Taurus attacks him, but his Taurus goes to get back in there and he gets hung up on the ropes. We get a shoulder tackle and a dropkick to Brian Myers before Taurus lariats him to ringside, then dives down onto him. Um, however, we get back in the ring. Brian Myers kind of gets a little bit of momentum. He slams Taurus to the ground, but it's not enough to get the pin. Um, we get a dropkick to the knees of Myers, and then my battery almost dies on my laptop, which is fucking insane. <laughs> this has been plugged in for most of today. Anyways, um, so yeah, he we get a dropkick to the knee of Myers and then a 619 before a missile dropkick just eviscerates the dude. Um, but again, still not enough to get a pin. Uh, Myers gets the implant uh, DDT to Taurus. Taurus is still in it, though. However, Myers breaks the eyes of Taurus and rolls him up, grabs the ropes, beats the bull man, and then goes to roll out of the ring. And who shows up but America's sweetheart, Bupinder Gujar. Yeah, so uh, Myers, Myers tries to walk out and walk up the ramp, but Bupinder meets him on the ramp, shoves him in the ring, and then Myers is laid out by uh, Decay. And then uh, I, Gujar uh, gargoyle spears him. I genuinely kind of think that Bupinder's going to get it. I don't it. think so. I think I think I'll let my heart I will let my heart get broken, but I think he's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get over in this feud, which he's already kind of over with the crowd. Um, but I don't think he's gonna win. Bupinder is actually a shining example of why I really do like impact fans. Because when he first came out, obviously like people were like, the fuck is that guy? Yeah. But he slowly, successfully gotten more and more over and people really seem to like him and i love that yeah when we saw him at um 
Oh, what was that impact show? The first impact show that we went to. Um. Uh. Oh, the uh, Philly showdown yeah, in Philly. Uh, yeah. Collision. No, that's New Japan. <laughs> South Philly showdown or something. Um. Their their twenty three hundred show. Um. The crowd loved Boopender. Like he was there for the crowd, and. Uh, normally, crowds are not great with introducing new baby faces. Yeah. Because baby faces are often very boring. Yeah. Um, but with with Impact being this land of all menacing, dark people, somebody like Boopender is a nice, nice move around that. He's a new shining hey, face. Hey, little palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm in love with the guy, and also like, how could you not be? I mean, it, obviously not everyone was at this show in particular, but watching him watch W. Morrissey fucking annihilate that little dude that one night was the grandest experience of my entire life. Because Bupinder was also just there as a fan at that point. He was like, mm-hmm. "This is phenomenal." Um, all right, so we're, we're taking a little while with this, so let's try and speed through the rest of the show. No, it's not you. It's also me. Um, so after that match, we had an interview with Jordan Grace. She said, no matter who I'm standing across from, there's going to be tension. Mia Yim is one of the best, but this title means everything to me. I think you know how I handle obstacles. Um... Giselle Shaw, or then we had Giselle Shaw versus Masha Slamovich, which, yeah. Yeah. Um, Giselle comes out in a beautiful light-up number. Um, Oh, yeah. As I was saying to Mark, you know, die young, leave a hot corpse, I guess. Um, Because, goddammit, Giselle, you know, Giselle steps out for a second, kind of like does like the whole like, oh, don't touch me kind of thing. Um, but she gets toppled. She gets elbowed to shit. Um, however, she actually does get a little bit of offense off. Um, she elbows Masha, gets a knee to Slamovich, thinks she's kind of got the pin, but she doesn't. Um, Slamovich, however, gets up and looks like she is like a shark with blood in the water. She gets a German suplex to Shaw. Shaw ends up kicking out, though, which, again, you know, it's a progress. Um... She's got a little life left yet, but an elbow to the jaw of Giselle and then the snowplow just fucking annihilator. It's a, what'd you say? It was like a, how long was the match? Two minutes? It was about two minutes, ten seconds, something like that. Yeah. Um, it felt like we were leading up to this, so that was why I was annoyed that it was like so fucking short. Like, I thought that this was going to be like where we really saw some cracks in Masha's armor. Yeah, I mean. Because what better way to get Giselle over to than to give her like this like little bit of like oh okay you know she's fucking got something special here i mean considering giselle's uh past and being like um progress women's champion like she she's been through the ringer and she's very good at wrestling um i i think she definitely was a little shaky when she started at impact i'm gonna be honest a little bit. but like she's she's grown on me yeah um Maybe this, because she definitely did better than every other opponent that Masha has had. Maybe next week we're going to get, like, Giselle saying, oh, I did better than everyone else. I actually kicked out of one of her moves. Um, Maybe I could do better in, like, a street fight. So then at Emergence we'll get, like, Masha versus Giselle in, like, the um, road to Emergence or something. Um street fight or whatever um but after that we had an interview with Mia Yim she said I heard what Jordan said and I'm more than an obstacle I'm the end game Madison Rain then walks in and she says let's talk about what we saw Mia because before this they had uh the you know impact flashback or whatever and it was Mia Yim winning the knockouts title against Madison Rain Madison says let's talk about what we saw Mia Yim, former Knockouts champion, uh, beating me. You're kicking me while I'm down. 
talking about how she had a broken nose and everything. Mia says, I'll kick you now that you have your nose back. Gail Kim then walks in, says, look at this reunion. I love the good old days. Mia, you were good then, but you're at your best now. Since you don't have much going on between now and Emergence, you versus Mia Yim next week. Uh, then we had a promo from Rosemary, Taya, and Jessica. Um, Taya just says, it's not her fault, Rosemary. She's like a baby that's just been born, and Rosemary says, great. The baby's the last thing we need right now. You're a soldier. What was the point of assembling the numbers game if we can't use it in a three-on-one advantage? We are family, but whatever happened to you means you're not ready for battle. Jessica says, no, I am ready. Whatever happened wasn't Taya's fault. I'm going to be in your corner, and I'm going to prove it. You're going to walk out tag team champions when you beat Deanna and Chelsea. That's probably not going to happen. Actually, it might. I don't know. Um... Also, a little thing found out. Didn't realize, um, I, I saw somebody commented, the, the founding members of uh, Second Gear crew, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Mance Warner teams up with uh, Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> That'd be fun. Maybe. Um... So then we have Violent by Design versus Motor City Machine Guns. Right. So we start with Doring. Um, we start with Shelly. Um, Doring takes Saban off the apron, flattens Shelly. Um, but Saban and Shelly end up kind of taking over a little bit. Saban ends up kicking Doring in the chest um, uh, on the apron. Um, and then he drop kicks Diener while Shelly kind of like holds him, sends him into like, I think like a sort of a DDT of sorts. Um, Shelly then goes for sliced bread on Diener, but Doring takes advantage while Diener distracts the ref. Diener then gets a clothesline and a form to the face, but it's not enough for Shelly to get the pin. Doring gets in. Doring's there. He takes over. He drops Shelly and falls with an elbow drop. Saban, however, breaks the cover and then politely scampers back to his corner. Um, then... Um, Diener gets back and we get a neck breaker to Shelly after Diener drop kicks his neck. Uh, we Doring back in. Doring hits the elbow drop again. We're really hitting the tags at this point. Um, Diener gets back in. He drops Shelly on the top turnbuckle, knocks him to the ground, goes for the flying headbutt, but then Shelly avoids it. So Diener flying or diving headbutts uh, the mat, which as we will later find out or be reminded of rather, is not that padded. Like, not super padded. Not padded enough for that to be fair. Or good. Yeah, um, he's gotta stop doing that. Yeah, I think everybody should stop doing the diving headbutt. Yeah. Looking at you, Hanma. And, and Dax um, Harwood. He does it too. Yeah, also you, Dax. Dax, you've got children. Yeah. Or child. Um. Anyways. So, Shelly avoids that. He tags out. Saban's in. Saban takes Doring to the apron, gets a step up and security to the face of Diener. Um, or sorry, takes Doring off the apron. Um, gets a step up and security to the face of Diener. Hits a form to Diener. Hits a combination offense. Gets the Motor City Machine Guns on top for a bit of a moment. Until Doring pops back in. Tackles both men. However, Motor City Machine Guns get a leg up again. Saban kicks Doring. Sends him back to ringside before diving onto him. Diener then goes for the Diener DDT after Shelly lands square on his knees coming over the ropes. Um, Shelly, however, ends up going for a crucifix bomb, and when that doesn't work, which it shouldn't work, because Shelly was not the legal man, <laughs> um, Saban comes in and takes the assist, gets the pin, because he is the legal man. Yeah. And otherwise, it just wouldn't have made sense. Not really sure why Shelly was going for that, but we're going to ignore he, it. No, like he, him. Was, he was holding him in place for uh, Saban oh. to come in. Oh, was that yeah. it? Uh, it? It was great teamwork. It looked like a kind of shitty crucifix bomb into a pinning situation. A pinning predicament, if you will. <laughs> no, no, I think it was all intentional. Okay. Um, also, uh, we were talking about you know, goes to watch and everything. 
BCW's Homecoming is next weekend, if we want to watch that. Oh, yeah, okay. The, Cardo the Cardonas renew their vows. And Maki Ito's gonna be Never there. Mind. Oh. Yeah. You, like, took me, like, from here <laughs> to here, back to here. Looks like fun. I feel like we've got something going on this I, I'm going to a baseball game with my dad. Aw, all our son time. Yeah. Um... But I don't know how late that's going to go. Oh, the homecoming's at 4 p.m., so probably not. Oh, we can talk about it or something. Maybe it's 4 p.m. Pacific. Hopefully it is. Um, but uh, uh, then Violent by Design Attack, Motor City Machine Guns, Kushida comes out for the save, but Eric Young pops out and lays out Kushida with a pile driver. Uh, we then get a promo from Motor City Machine Guns after that. Uh, Saban says, Emergence is coming up and our boy Alex Shelley is wrestling for the title. Me and Kushida don't have a match. How about us versus Violent by Design? Shelley says, You're both my brothers. I'm here for you. Josh Alexander walks in and says, With Emergence around the corner, I need Alex Shelley at his best, so just stay focused. Ooh, this is going to cause some problems. This is going to cause a lot of problems. What do you mean? Because they're, they're driving the point home that Josh needs Shelly to be at his best. And that it's considering he makes a point of it every week, it's going to cause some kind of problem. What kind of problem? We'll get there. Because Josh then runs into Eddie, Eddie Edwards. And Eddie says, Shelly's distracted. That's what happens to people around here. He's been staring into the abyss for so long, he's coming out a monster on the other side. You're different. You're on top of the mountain, but you cannot see down the other side. I've been there. I know what happens. You need to open your eyes. If you need help with that, I know some guys who've had their eyes open for a long time. I'm trying to prevent what has happened to guys like me. I think that's kind of insinuating a possible heel turn for Josh, but I know he's not going to go that route, so I feel like Eddie's going to um, interrupt the match at Emergence. Or, or sway it in um, Josh's favor. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. Was this around the time that the Bound for Glory announcement went? I think it was I around that time. This. I think it was just before the promo. I, just, I didn't know if you included this in your uh, No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, well. But they announced Bound for Glory, which is one of their big pay-per-views, their big, uh, not quarterlies, but I think they do every other month as a big pay-per-view. So October is going to be Bound for Glory. I think October 7th. 7th? And it's going to be in Albany, New York. Yeah! Which, uh, looks like we're gonna go to that. We're going home, baby! Your, your home, not mine. My home. My home. But still, we're going home. Yeah. I'm gonna take my little ginger cat, Ronnie. <laughs> Throw him in the ring. Um. But, uh, after that... We had Raj Singh versus Sammy Callahan, which is somehow shorter than Masha versus Giselle. Uh, yeah, we just kind of spar for a little bit. Raj gets a cover. Momentum only lasts so long before he's sent into a buckle and then hit with a lariat and then the Cactus Driver 97 into the crossface chicken wing submission to win. For Sammy to win, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Also, it looks like... <laughs> Should you be confused? Looks like, um... Uh, all out season uh, September 4th in Chicago Chicago's gonna be like a big point looks like cause uh, GCW announced Effie's Big Gay Brunch 5 for Chicago that same day nice okay yeah. um, wow 11am Jesus um, so then we had another video package for Killer Kelly we'll be seeing her debut next week Probably some jobber match. Um, we then get a promo from Bullet Club. Carl Anderson says, Bullet Club at the house tonight. Derby City Street Fight. Big LG versus PCO. We're staying back because Big LG can handle it. 
I'm, um, Gallo says, I'm going to beat you with everything that's not nailed down. I'm going to send you straight to hell. We're going to head to emergence five on five. Ace Austin says, when Honor No More loses, when they lose, there will be no more Honor No More. Disbanded. Done. Gallo says, it's going to be the same old recipe. A magic killer. One, two, three, and just too sweet. And then the main event time, PCO versus Doc Gallows, and this was a blast. Yeah, this was pretty fucking, I'll be honest. Um, so PCO sends Gallows to ringside into a barricade. We get some chairs, and PCO sets up those chairs, and despite setting them up, he is sent into those chairs in the ringside area. We, I think we go to commercial break around this time, but when we come back, uh, PCO hits Doc with a plastic wet floor sign to the head. <laughs> um, and then we see that the ring at this time is littered with chairs. Like, there's just chairs every fucking where. Um, and then Doc Gallows decides he's going to set up the chairs upside down, leg side up, in a row. Like, two, two. And that looks horrible. That looks like a horrible idea. So PCO kind of stops him, takes over, sets up the chairs to make a nice spine so their seats are back to back. And once again, despite setting them up, uh, he puts Gallows across it, goes up top to dive onto him, but Gallows avoids that and throws PCO onto, PCO onto those chairs. That's, that's um, the theme for tonight is... PCO setting yeah. up stuff and then eating it. Yeah. Um, however, Gallows sets up a table. Gallows gets choked slammed through the table, as is often what happens with tables. Um, then PCO hits a couple trash cans to the head of Gallows, sends Gallows to the absolute floor. Um, but while down there, Gallows gets a chain, and you kind of think that Gallows is going to use that chain. Um but PCO decides to do a little bit of a... He, he decides that he wants to be part of Ring Crew tonight. Um, he takes the mat off. He takes the foam back. Exposes the wood planks. Gets Gallows into the ring. And is then hit with, a, with, with the gas mask, which I didn't know was the name of it. It's a spine buster, mm. if you didn't know. Or a choke slam. It's what, spine buster kind of it's what deal. Omos does all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's right into the wood planks. Um, Gallows, however, ends up getting sent through. Which, you know, that's cool. Um, PCO then wants the cannonball off the apron. He's got Gallows kind of laid out. Um, so he's looking for that cannonball. But he gets... He gets... Uh, Gallows gets up. And pushes PCO off the fucking ring. And through the fucking ring. Literally through the fucking oh, ring. Oh yeah. That thing caved. Which I I they did such a good job of dancing around that area all because I didn't notice. Yeah. Um and PCO nearly is counted out, but of course it's PCO, so PCO does the huh? <laughs> and lives. Um he Beats on Gallows a little bit, gets a Ziploc bag, not a, not a little sash, as sometimes is often what they have, a little sachet. Um, they couldn't afford it this time around. Yeah, I guess not. Um, that's, uh, they saved that for Sammy Callahan. <laughs> um, but he has a little Ziploc of tax, like he brought it from home for lunch. Um, takes the tax, tries to kind of pour them into a glove. I don't know how successful that was, because he ends up pouring them everywhere. Um, then he... Gets the glove on, assuming it's full of tacks, grabs some tacks, and then goes for a diving punch into Gallows, sending him into the caved-in space um, for the pin. He wins. But, you know, it's another PCO match that we've all lived through now. Thank God for that. Yeah, I don't know how PCO lived through it. Well, yeah, that's I included him in the we all... <laughs> Um, also, a little little bit of a response to what you had said in the news about AEW not being mentioned in the whole Discovery Warner thing. 
yeah. apparently in a in a little press release some of Q2 2022 highlights for Warner um in their most watched premieres section they mention AEW on their premiere on TBS as as being the most watched um along with 90 Day Fiance and uh uh Street Outlaws America's List so it it doesn't seem like AEW's completely out of that that high up uh picture just yet that's good um so that's good news for for AEW yeah all right and that is our recap of impact you want to talk about the best of the night um, before we get to the best night, if you have a question for us, you want to just ask us anything, you know, can be literally anything, wrestling, non-wrestling, whatever, uh, leave it in the chat now, so it's there, uh, when we get to the questions after the best of the night. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, we'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash a pinfall podcast to chat with us live. Um, do we want to do predictions for Battle of the Belts? Um, I feel like there's not going to, like, it's not going to be, like, there's not going to be any different picks we make. Yeah. I think it's Claudio and, uh, Takeshita. Um, it's Wardlow and Jay Lethal. And it's uh, Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa. I think those are all very easy picks. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's talk about promo of the... Actually, before we do that, let's give a little update on the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling. A little weekly update. And we some, some of the Dragon Gate wrestlers have been filtered out. Couple. Um, you feeling better about it? A little better, a little better. Um, so number 10, uh, the winner of the 2022 Best of Super Junior Tournament, Hiromu Takahashi. Number 9 from BJW, Daisuke Sekimoto. Number 8 uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Great Okan. Number 7, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, the Uwu Champ. Uh, number six, the Super Asia Champion of Gato Move, Balian Aki. Uh, number five, the AEW Interim World Champion and GCW World Champion, John Moxley. Number four, from Dragon Gate, Yuki Yoshioka. Number three from Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Number two from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. And number one, the King of Pro Wrestling champion from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. All right. And there's plenty of room for other people to sneak in at any point. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about promo of the night, shall we? We shall. I don't really know what to pick. There's not really any great promo that stood out today. Um, if I'm being honest. We could do Rosemary. I was thinking more Motor City Machine Guns and, and Josh and Eddie. You know, just... Okay. Just because that was probably the biggest development we've had. That was like a bit of a swerve. Or indicating a swerve. So, you want to go with that? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. So let's talk about wrestler of the night. So, here are your three choices: PCO, Black Taurus, Rosemary. PCO. That man evades death every day. I respect him for it. Are you sure? Because the whole the whole tax and the glove bit was so stupid. Like that made yeah, no I know. sense. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. Um, 
So PCO is our wrestler of the night, just because he survived. Um, now let's talk about the match of the night. Uh, it's between... No, you know what? I'm going to go with PCO versus Dog Gallows. I think that's that's my match of the night. Yeah, no, it has to be. That was so much fun. I, I hate to say it because I hate Doc Gallows. <laughs> I, I'm really curious. Okay, Impact is actually... I'm curious what Cage Match thought of it. Like, I, I feel like that would be a Cage Match, or a match that Cage Match would rate very low. Um, let's see, 8... Wow, okay. Derby City Rumble. Okay, no. Yeah, it's not up. Oh well. We'll find out if uh, everyone disagrees with us, but I thought this match was fantastic. I had a lot of fun. Alright. So there we go. Those are our bests of the night. And, uh... Join us on Saturday for some Battle of the Belts 3. Liz, would you like to close out the show? I suppose if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tuned in the future, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Please tune in on Satchertog. That's not how you say that, but whatever. <laughs> um, on Saturday for our live watch long for Battle of the Belts, where I will probably spend most of the night talking about how much I love Claudio and how much I love Ashida. Um Thanks. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's all I got for you. All right, thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify. It's all Pinfall Podcast, so join us on all of those platforms. Um, we'll see you all on Saturday for Battle of the Belts. Again, this will be our first Battle of the Belts that we that we watch. Shockingly, um, again, thank you all so much for watching, and have a great rest of your week, a great start to your weekend. See you on Saturday. Bye bye.